check, check the mic. Hey, it's Greener Grass, the podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Lee, Kelly McVeigh, and the Bean. Say the Bean. Check, check the mic. Say, what's your name? What's your name? What is your name? Bean. 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 She hasn't been, you know, co-hosting a lot because she's been chilling with her iPad, but here she is on my lap. Yeah. All right, guys, buckle up for the weekly roundup. And your hair is looking fabulous, almost like you just went to the beach. I went and got my hair done yesterday, and she said, do you want beach waves? Oh, on point. So, so I guess she came through. Um, she came through. That's amazing. I know we probably had this conversation, but do you wash your hair often? Or not? Are you a? No, we did remember, and then you trained yourself into not washing it all the time. So, I usually wash it once a week, and then recently I've been feeling slightly greasy, so I've been doing like every five days. But uh, I don't know why. Maybe the weather here changing a little bit. That's interesting. During the winter, I did every seven days. Yeah, listen, I was taking it to a whole new level. I, I was pushing my, I've been pushing my time. Well, that's such a change because you used to wash your hair every single day. Wash it, dry it. You can't even imagine doing that now, right? No, because think about back in the day when I had four kids and I had to be at work by eight o'clock. I would get up, take a shower, wash my hair, dry my hair, nurse a baby, Girl. get four kids in the car, Girl. drop babysitter, elementary school, middle school, be at work by eight o'clock. It's a lot. I don't, yeah, I don't even know what to say. You know, I'm not a morning person. I can't do that. I mean, I would have had to, had that been my life, but. Yeah. And listen, you, get, your life will get there because you'll have to take Bean to school. Yeah, but I don't have a job and I don't care about my hair. <laughs> it's still like because now I work from home. But like getting up and get getting like getting. No, I mean I'm for sure gonna have to do that. It's terrible. There's no way around it. I hate it. Well, also Bean's not really a morning person, or, or at least I think she's not. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. But because she kind of matches me and Asa, Asa's like a. He's like a workhorse, though. It doesn't matter if he's a morning or a night person. He doesn't sleep with an alarm. Yeah. He wakes up. If he needs to wake up in two hours, he'll wake up. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I need to rely on technology for that. Well, Sal definitely has, like, uh, an alarm. But, I mean, he can be up at 6 in the morning and still be going strong at 2 a.m. And I'm like, I just physically can't do that. Oh, me either. No way. Even if I'm younger. But yeah, let's talk about let's talk about May into June because I think that's relevant and I can't believe we're here. Kelly, I can't believe we're here at the end of the academic year. What is happening? Yeah, listen, I think uh how many more years does Bean have until school? Two? Well, the thing is she's an October baby, so August baby is the cutoff. Okay for the academic year. So what she would be in right now is she would go to preschool for a year, she would go to pre-K for a year, then she would go to kindergarten instead of doing preschool to kindergarten because in California, they won't let you do that. Okay. So um, in fall, she'd be preschool. Yep. So she's going to be like in her class, she's going to be like slightly 
like on the older end of her class, which I actually prefer. I was older. So I turned 16 before everyone. <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah. Because I'm a September baby. And so. Yeah. Yeah, that's the cutoff. Yeah. So I was old. De developmentally, you want to make sure the kid is ready. And um, even for boys, um, apparently in other countries, it is normalized to have the boys go a whole year after. Okay. Do you... Because feel, of maturity. I know you two are tight. Do you feel excited about her potentially going to school for the ability to like dive in and get a bunch of stuff done in two hours? Or do you feel horrified? No, it's completely 50-50, devastated and excited. At the same time, fully 50% split. I always, like it's always been the case where I... We have breakfast. I get to work for three hours. We go out from like one to three and we do something really fun and like with other kids. So either like there's a really amazing park really close to me and we go to Discovery Cube, which is like COSI, but like I have a annual pass. Yeah. So yesterday, yesterday we went and she met a kid her age and they followed each other around the whole time. I made friends with the mom. So it's not the same kids, but I make sure that she's in, we would go to like, there's a gymnastics open gym. And then, you know, her papa comes home. We have, you know, we have a lunch together and then I go off to work. Yeah. I go off to teach. So she's getting kind of like a kind of, but with me. And this summer I'm planning to put her into like, it can like a, like a gymnastics or, or something where, you know, it's like 45 minutes and I'm not, either I'm not there or I'm sitting very far away from her. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna, gonna, gonna inch into that. Um, but yeah, my body is like, I really want to get back into my yoga practice. I exercise, but it's never like full out exercising. Yeah. Cause I'm demoing, I warm up with my students and then I go into focusing on them. So yeah, excited to like put more focus on me again. I did the thing yesterday where um, Guardians of the Galaxy just yeah. just came out. And I was like, Asa, can I go for two hours? He's like, go. I love this. I think he wants to watch it too, but we're just going to go as a family, like, you know, after vacation and stuff because Bean and I leave. And Asa leaves. So we're going to spend a whole two weeks apart because Asa's going to Delaware on Monday. My parents come. They have every plan to eat everything they've ever dreamed of in L.A., in the two days that they're here. Okay. I love that. So we're going to dim sum. There's this Cuban bakery my mom wants to go to. So we're eating all the things, going to Hawaii for seven days. Um, Ace is going to do everything with the house. We have a million people giving us quotes. He's going to be working hard. So are you excited to have like a life break? No Ariel, no like, and just like have your parents around and do all the things? I cannot tell you how excited I am. I have senioritis on my life so bad right now. Like, you know, you know how we go. Yeah. I go January to about now, not taking a break. And I'm not in that mode in my life where I'm even traveling for work. Because sometimes traveling for work, even though you're working, yeah. you know, change of scenery. Yeah, for sure. Listen, when blah, I blah, go blah. away, even though I'm like, oh, pain, fly, whatever. Even my trip to Atlanta a few weeks ago, I was busting butt when I was there, but there's like a calm where I'm not in charge of anyone else but myself. 
I'm listening to exactly what I want to listen to in the rental car. I ate exactly what I wanted. I went to the hotel room one afternoon. I think I was done at like four and I sat on my bed, watched TV. Like, you know what I mean? There is something about like that. It just kind of revives you for when you come back to the chaos. Well, and because I don't have that in my life right now, you know, like I went to Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way, no spoiler alert. This, I don't think it's a spoiler alert. Like, it's so funny. And then there's also heartfelt moments. So I'm like crying. I'm crying about a raccoon, basically. But who cares? Popcorn. It was delightful. The only thing that was missing is I forgot my like fleece blanket that I bring in my recliner. Yeah. Yeah. That was a mess. It was delightful. So you are a popcorn person. And I... Oh my God. I don't need this. I don't need the sugary. I don't need any candy. I just need the salty. I need my soda. The sweet comes from the soda. And then, uh, I just felt, you know, a little revived, just a little came home. And then I dive back into, uh, well, my week is like, uh, Tuesday, Thursday are my days off. So it was my day off. And then, you know, Friday I jumped right back in. Uh, teaching and, you know, we got to do grocery shopping. We got to get stuff for the vacation, but we see my brother who I haven't seen since she was born and my friend back. And then, you know, I looked up the Aulani where we're staying and it's like, they have all these kiddie pools that have like the fountains that you can run through and the little, like, like the structure that you can climb on and whatever. And like pool bars and, you know, Mickey's around. It's delightful. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. So I wish I was going on a two week, 10 day, nine day hiatus. I feel like May is always so crazy. And I, it's been like this for as long as I can remember in the sense that we have dance recital, we have dance recital rehearsals, we have field day at school. We have the spring choir concert. We have, um, I mean, what uh, there's Mother's Day. There's like so many things that happen in May that just make May yes. always crazy. And I have a love hate. Like, listen, I love structure of school for the kids and for myself that it's like we all get up, we all get going. You know, I'm up at six in the morning every day. And then my day starts and the structure of having that time where they're gone and, you know, all the things. I get super excited for summer for the ability to like not get up so early, not be running, not have 10 million things, not have to check homework, not have to pack lunches every single night. But then there is also this, like the kids are home. Right. So then it's like working and they're like, what are we, what are you making for lunch? What are we, can we go to the playground? So-and-so is watching the TV and I want to watch that TV. Why, why is, can't we do something fun? We're bored. Like, there's, there's terrible, you know, craziness of that too. And I'm like, ah, like I'm half excited and I'm half like preparing for the reality of what summer means as well. And so last year you decided to make a change in your schedule at this dance studio. Yeah. Does that help this year be a little bit easier or this May? <sighs> um, Yes. Yes. Because I'm not choreographing as much. Like I'm doing bar, but I only had one choreographed dance. So for rehearsals and things, I don't have as many 
things, but I think once you're apart, I don't know about it. Like we had auditions last weekend or assessments. So I like helped with auditions and assessments last weekend. And then this weekend we're doing some parent meetings to just, we, you know, connect with the parent and the child that like, they're worried about their path or what's happening. And so we meet with parents. And so it's less, but not less, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you still have to be there. I still have to be at all four recitals. I still, you know what I mean? Like I still am doing so, but yeah, it is less, I guess, but it kind of doesn't feel like less. Where do you guys do your recitals now? Um, at the Midland. Okay. Okay. So not at Newark high school anymore. No. So Joan always did Newark. I don't know. Okay. Daddy's did Newark too. Did they? I guess. Yeah. I remember watching you. That's the crazy dance. So yeah. uh, Midland, the Midland theater, downtown Newark. And it was like renovated, like completely renovated. I don't know how many years ago, but so it's at the Midland, which I just wrote down on my to-do list recital tickets, because I am horrible. Like teachers are allowed to buy tickets ahead of time. I didn't because I forgot. And I only need a couple tickets really, but it sells out. So I I wrote down recital tickets and I'm like, I don't even know if I'll be able to get tickets. Does it feel still good to be in it though? Yeah. I was just talking about that. I almost wish it was a little more like I'm either all in or I'm kind of half-assed stuff, <laughs> which okay. terrible, just being honest. And so it's almost not enough time where I feel like if I, I only go for a few hours. So I think before, if I was there like four 30 to nine 30, it was like a longer chunk of time. I was like, whatever. And I made more, you know what I mean? And now it's only yeah. like three hours and that goes by like this. Right. But the thought of not doing yeah. it, like, sometimes I'm like, this is silly. Like, why am I still doing this? Like, I don't need to do it anymore. Right. And the person that's kind of like been mentored underneath of me forever, it's go time for her. You know what I mean? Like she is in her prime. She's 23, maybe 22, but that's what she wants to do. Right. And so it's like, I need to like, let her hand over the reins and let her do it just from it, not even being selfish, just allowing her to have her time. I got my time. You know what I mean? But I also Mm -hmm. can't imagine not going yeah, the the routine of being at the studio, um, there's something about that that keeps you in it in a way, in, in like multiple ways. And it's like, even if I'm not getting a full workout, being in the space and having. Yeah. And my head is just so like, it comes so easy to me, like all the things and knowing what to say. So I'm sure I talked to you about this idea. I have this idea that I'm working on. <laughs> You know, I always have ideas. I'm always sending Harry. No, I think you told me about it. And then I haven't talked to you about it since. Well, it's a different idea than I think what you're thinking about. Cause I always have 25 million ideas, but. Okay, sure. Maybe I've talked to you about this, but one of my ideas is I want to go to a super low income school in downtown Columbus, like bottom of the barrel. And I think I have someone that could help donate tights, ballet shoes. And I want to teach an hour long ballet class, one day a week after school, I figure out a way to system for there to be a certain grade level or whatever, but go every year and then take them to the nutcracker or something at Christmas time. 
and they have to show up every time they have to have certain grades or whatever the criteria is. But I feel like giving ballet to kids that would never, ever, this would never be an option that they would have this experience in life because of their financial situation. Um, but it's really hard, Carrie. So I have emailed multiple people, like just going on the website, Board of Education, Downtown Columbus, going to lowest income school and the... I don't get any responses. And I'm like, this is so weird because I'm talking about doing it for free. Like it's literally that I just love teaching ballet. And so I'm like, what would happen if I went and I don't even know if it would work, but have 25 kids who every week I show up and I teach ballet. And then maybe next year or the year after, I mean, I'd have two classes. I'm just pretending right now, but maybe I did first grade, right? first grade this year. And then that grade, goes on and then I start a first grade, but like kind of do it and kind of give them something that they wouldn't have the potential to do. So I think that that would fill the void if I wasn't teaching, you know what I mean? Like having that, but it's really hard to figure out. I I haven't had anyone respond to me. Anyway, I know someone on a board of educate, like the board at one of the school systems in Columbus. Anyway, I reached out to her and told her the whole thing. And I was like, even if you could just connect me with who would be a good person to talk to. So she sent out a bunch of messages this week for me. Okay. I mean, it's not the first time I've heard that people starting a nonprofit are, you know, have, have trouble creating the structure to give. Yeah. You know, like that's not the first time I've heard that. I, I think that that's actually a thing. I know. Isn't it strange though? Yeah. I have a, a student slash friend who created a nonprofit um, to help. Well, he was, it was a little bit different because he was a school teacher in the school and he created an aerial program for those kids. Yeah. And, you know, for us, it was more problematic because like for him, it, you know, rigging and mats and blah, blah, and, and paying for that stuff. But he definitely did it. Um and those kids definitely wouldn't have had access to that kind of training right. otherwise. Right. So um, I think it's amazing. No, this is new news to me. You did not share that with me. I'm that. That's great. Yeah, I, I, um, I w- think it would be like I think I would love doing it. So one of the reasons, I mean, I obviously people do this stuff all the time, kinds of things all the time. But I, um, went to a thing a few years ago at the women's prison in Columbus area with Marysville. You probably, I don't know if you know where Marysville is. I can't remember his name now, which makes me mad that I can't remember his name, but he started a choir in the women's prison and you had to be certain, like, again, there was criteria that you were allowed to participate in the choir. Like you had to be on your behavior and like, whatever, be doing certain things to be able to participate. But he went once a week and had a choir and taught them. And then he would have them perform via satellite, whatever, for like full performances for places around Columbus. And then it got super big. He was on Ellen, the show, um, and some other, I'm, there's other ones, but I can't remember where the choir, you know, they performed for on Ellen but it has a certain name too, but I went and like spent the day there and just talked to them about one of the companies that I was with before, but watched them sing, watch them perform, whatever. 
And then they performed at our convention. Anyway, so I got that idea where I was like, how cool to be able to, because it's something he loves. He loves music. He loves choir. And like, he didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? But like, he made it something. So that's where I kind of got it. Um, the thought. Yeah, I think this is great. Yeah, we'll do check-ins with you to see if, I can, if, if you're I can able ma- to magically make this happen. Well, pull all the structure together. That's the hard part usually, you know, to to lay the foundation for these things. And then after, you know, that's that's definitely like, um, you know, movies are made on those stories. So yeah, listen, delusionally, you know how I am so delusional on all things, but I always think like, I'd love to do it myself and then have like a little thing where create like a hub where someone does it in downtown Chicago and someone does it in New York city and someone does it. And I have like, have a program that's called, I have a name, but can, can, yeah. I can't tell you guys what the name is. Cause Kenzie says the name's stupid. I'll text you Carrie afterwards and let you know. Kenzie doesn't like my idea for the name. Um, I, I feel like I'm going to be in the same position very soon because Bean is already having a lot of opinions. Yes, she does have a, she's been having, where is Bean? <laughs> she's, she's, uh, on her headset behind me wow, you on her device. Successful locking her down today. She's been, she's been well, vocal and not, want- it's not always. Yeah. She hasn't been wanting to participate lately. She hasn't. And you know, um, she's really into Bluey right now. What is that? Kelly, this is hilarious. Bluey is this, it's a, it's a cartoon, but it's, it's on the Disney Junior channel. It's like very well known. I'm talking about Bluey. That's right. Um, it's don't talk about him or her. It's a girl dog. Anyways, it's uh, a cartoon out of New Zealand, New Zealand. Okay. But I have to, No, it's mine. I, I know it's yours, but it's also everyone else's. No. I don't know if it's picking up the conversation, but she's like, it's mine. You can't talk about it. So yesterday I was putting her pants, I was helping her put her pants on. She put her leg in the wrong leg hole. And I go, oh no. And she goes, oh, biscuits. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It's because uh, Bingo, one of the characters on Bluey says, oh, biscuits. I was like, oh my God. Because I didn't know that's what Bluey says, so. I no, I mean Bingo, this little sister of Bluey. Anyways, they're dogs. They're little dogs. They're cartoon dogs. Anyways, oh biscuits. So I'm gonna start saying that every single time I want to say, oh no. I think it's great. Um, and then so okay, so for us, it's like we we're gonna be in Hawaii. We're celebrating mine and my brothers, and so my dad just turned 80, my brothers just turned 40, and I just turned 46, all within a month and a half. So we're going to do a celebration for all of our birthdays and then um, just like a group celebration. We come back. How did your sister get left out of this? And is she? My sister's an August baby and my mom is a summer baby as I'm well. I'm not talking about birthdays, but how did she get, you're going to Hawaii. How did your Oh, oh because my niece is in school. So you guys couldn't choose a time when your, your niece wasn't in school. No, it's, it's not just that. Like my sister went to Hawaii in like, it's too much for them to go to Hawaii more than one time a year to see my brother because it's, it's the time change, you know, it's the 
six hours and they have to get back into the school and work mode. So they don't want to, they, they did not want to come again. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. They went to Paris for their spring break for two weeks. That's amazing. So they had a lovely time, but it was cold. It was actually cold during their spring break, unfortunately. But yeah, so my sister's not coming, but we are going to see my brother, my brother-in-law's sister who we're family with, you know, as well. She's in Hawaii. So, um, and then we come back, it's going to be a Memorial Day weekend, right? So it's like school is starting to end for you guys, uh, you know, first week of June, right? Something like that. So my kids are out. Really? Yeah. Did you start super early? Is that why? I, I, it's always, it's always that way. Okay. Yeah. I've, I I feel like I remember that came really soon, like the preparing to go back. So that's great. So they're going to be out. What do you guys have planned for the summer? Anything? We don't really have anything planned. I mean, my aunt always has the house in Nags Head for one week if we want to, you know, my brother and sister go. So we might pop there for a few days. We don't have anything major planned. Yeah. And our summer plans start here in, in May. So, um, but what is going to happen is we're going to have the house ready to go Airbnb somewhere in the midsummer, hopefully crossing fingers. So yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. Okay. You have the best time and send me pictures of being on the beach. All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Honor us with a five-star rating and a review anywhere you get your podcast. And oh, we appreciate you. And <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. This is Greener Grass with the Digiton Podcast. All right. Okay, okay. I don't know if that makes any sense. Can you say bye, listeners? Uh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah.